What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Well, hi, Jeanette Aliash. Thanks so much for joining us on our invite-only podcast. How are you both doing? Uh, invited. We feel invited. <laughs> I feel lovely. I feel warm and welcome. <laughs> we feel very invited because we are backstage with you at your tour, and this is the last show in London at the London Coliseum. How has it gone? I mean, you're new parents, and you are on tour dancing when Lyra is four months old. And how has it been in general with the juggle, Jeanette? Because I know that you've had a lot of you've had a hard time from some people in terms of going back to work quickly. Yeah, uh, that wasn't fun when all that fiasco happened. But you know what? I, I've always I kind of turned a lot to my mom because growing up in Miami, we didn't have a lot. So mom and dad both had to work. And my mom was very young. She was only 18 when I was born. So my, so was my dad. And all I've ever seen is my mom and dad work very, very hard to provide for us. And growing up as kids, we went to Disney every single year, which is the obsession that I have. <laughs> and we didn't have anything, but we made sure we had Disney trips and mom and dad worked really, really hard to just give us the best life they possibly could. And so I think stemming from that, I've always just seen parents that work as the norm. Like I don't see it any other way. I didn't grow up in a household where I had anyone that wasn't working to provide for their children. So for me, it was a no-brainer that I just have to work. And what, what kind of backlash were you getting? What were just saying? women saying things like, you know, uh, that celebrities should not be normalizing women going back to work so soon. Um, it's not a celebrity thing. And I thought, well, first of all, in my life, in our career, and what I do, it's contract-based. So I don't have a typical nine-to-five job where I can just take a year off and then go back into my office and get back into those kind of paycheck steadily every single week I have to take work as and when it comes it's just the nature of my career and what I do and if I felt physically ready enough to do that and Lyra was healthy enough for me to go off and do that I don't see where the problem lies and women are each other's worst enemies sometimes we are always talking about girl power and supporting each other and yeah go babe equal pay all these things and then as soon as a woman is actually doing that and doing what she must for her family it, it, the flags are raised against her, you know. And I think, you know, it, we're in a society now where we, I thought we were past that. You know, it's 2023. Ali Ash is more than happy to take a step back and be home with Lyra so I can do it takes two and strictly live tour. But that doesn't mean that next year, if Ali Ash gets a tour or gets something, I won't be the one that has to stay home and be with Lyra. It just is what it is. We're 50-50. We're both parents to her. And I think that's wonderful that she sees that her mom is working and loves her job and is happy with what she does and that her dad is the same and that we both just ultimately love her more than anything and want to give her the best life possible. So it was not nice, but I got over it fast because I thought, you know what, I'll show you. <laughs> it's the best attitude to have because I think it is quite, particularly with mums, I think that there's a lot of guilt that goes on and sometimes you really can't win. Yeah. You know, I if you go back to work, it's too soon if it's, you know, because... I think some mums look to other mums to sort of justify their own choices and if someone chose something different they're quite critical because they felt that, mm, that wasn't exactly. the right choice for them whereas we're all different now babies are all different so it, it sort of doesn't make a lot of sense to approach it that way exactly that and I still have mom guilt I still miss Lyra you know I still want to, I would of course I'd rather be cuddling her and playing with her but I also love being on stage and dancing so I just have to find that balance and not only do I love being on stage and dancing but that is what brings food to the table, that is our bread and butter. So I, I kind of, in a weird way, I put like the blinders on 
and I just plow forward. I, I, I have to learn, I've learned to compartmentalize. If I'm at work, I'm at work. I don't think too much. I know Lyra's safe with my mom or safe with his mom or safe with Aliash. The people that I know look after her when I'm not with her are the best of the best because it's family. So have your mums come over especially or do they live here? Yeah, they, they came over especially. Aliash's mom came um, and sister and now my mom is here. Are they taking it in shifts? Yeah. That's so sweet. <laughs> and Aliash, how has it been for you um, being at home and fr from day dot? <laughs> I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I mean, I know how lucky I am that I can do that. Um, but like just what Jeanette was saying, our lives are very different, uh, you know, from your majority nine to fives or a, a steady income or whatever you you, you look at it like. Um, but I couldn't wait. I've been waiting to be a dad for so long and I couldn't wait to be able to spend time with the little one. And, um, you know, I, I have little nieces, so I was practicing with them. They're, not, they're five and three now. And I, I used to love looking after them when they were babies and, and now when the little girls. And uh, so I couldn't wait to go through it myself, and um, it was um, it's always gonna it was always gonna be tricky for the two of us because we are on our own here in U UK. Jeanette's family is in Miami, mine is in Slovenia, and we always knew that that's gonna be you know kind of the two of us here against the world with the little family now. And uh, but with um, as soon as she was born, I think we were we were we were alone for uh, about about ten days, and then. Um, grandparents arrived they they kind of like swapped and then the the aunties and uncles and uh and then we kind of had about a month to our to ourselves again and, and and then we went into the rehearsals for the christmas show um and uh yeah it's been a it's been an amazing juggle uh to sort of to fit it all in and to make sure that uh that the little one is comfortable always that's always the priority really yeah. uh you have to think about her first because you know uh, grandparents you know they want to go see the lights. They want to go see the shows. They want to go do that. But no, it's 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 about a little one, and I think that I think they were actually amazing and so helpful. And we couldn't have done it with, without them, really. This whole thing. And we often hear from mothers sort of the difficulties that they they face in the early years, whether it's the sleep or the emotions, the highs, the lows, the tiredness. You don't often hear it from a dad. Um, mm. How has it been for you? Have there been highs and lows? Highs and lows every single day. Honestly, I feel like. Um, I've done so many things in my life before Lara was was around that I didn't want to do, and uh, you know, at in the middle of the night that I, that I didn't want to be up, and I still did it, and I did it with a smile on my face. So now, when you have this little bundle of joy in front of you, even if you know she wakes up at 4 a.m. because she's hungry or whatever, because she she lost her dummy, it's and so what? I mean, you know, it's the most beautiful thing in in the world to look after someone so depending on you and you know unquestionably loves you and uh, so on a grand scheme of things it was it's never a problem it's never an issue and even you know i have now complete newfound respect for parents that stay at home because it's not just stay at home and don't go to work i think looking after the baby has been the most challenging thing being focused 24 7 to make sure that they're they're okay in my situation and I would imagine in 99% of people living on this world, that's harder than their job. 100%. And I'm, you know what, like, I'm, I'm not saying that, you know, some people have a job, they have to be constantly mentally invested, but that's what babies demand from you. And uh, I have a completely newfound respect now for, for people that stay at home and are, you know, raising babies, staying with, with the kids. Because I know that, you know, so many people can't afford a childcare or, ca or can't, you know, do it, don't have grandparents right next to them, uh, you know, so they could look after the babies. But I was so happy that I, 
was able to do that. The first couple of days it was a uh, was 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 hard because uh, you you don't know what to do. But then after you know you learn properly how to change an app, which midwives at the hospital were really helpful with, yeah. and uh, and th- and those were the people that I listened to the most because they see 15, 20 babies, brand new babies every day, and they're all completely different. So they kind of have like a little thing that works for everyone. It's funny because there's some men who still see the change in the nappy as the the woman's job. Well, do you know what? No, I think that you know with li- it's about twenty twenty four right now. And I think it's time to grow up a little bit out of out of those uh, mentalities and out of those thinkings. I think one thing is you think like that because of your religion or because of your culture. That I can't understand because of your geography. But in places like UK, in places like America, all of us developed Western countries or however you want to call us. Yeah, I think it's and I think we're way past that. And uh, go and try to do it for a day. And then you might change your opinion on it. I'm, I'm genuinely, that's what happened. I mean, I never thought that way, but that's what happened to me now. I'm completely, you know, I'm more tired now rather than if I did 10 shows a day. Yeah. I mean, 10, 10 shows a week, sorry, than, yeah. than looking after the little one now for three days and coming to, to do a couple of shows. What's the funniest mistake each of you have made parenting-wise? Funniest mistake. Um, well, mine is so. If when you change a nappy, yeah, they always you, involve nappy. So listen, <laughs> you gotta tw- you gotta turn the back inwards. So it's like a little uh, thingy. Like, no, I never did that the entire time. So, well, that's my mistake. I don't know if it's just Lyra, but once I didn't do that once, it was uh, it was a mistake that took about ten minutes to fix, and then uh, and then it's just. I mean. You make mistakes every day, do you know what I mean? But like, I can't even tell you, but that's the one that I remember vividly. <laughs> what I about smell you? vividly. <laughs> I really think, like, mine is probably nappy related as well, if I'm honest. Uh, I think it was just the same, but I just didn't do the nappy tight enough. So th- when she had one of her punamis, it just went everywhere. And I learned the lesson because I thought, oh, if I put it too tight, it'll hurt her belly, it'll bother her. It won't. It'll save her. <laughs> and the laundry. <laughs> I think it was the Punami situation because I remember one day she wasn't feeling very good. So she had like two in one day and both were just quite explosive. And I thought I should have just put the bloody diaper tighter. It's when you don't just have to change them, you have to change you as well. Yeah. yeah. That's when you know you've hit a level. Actually, funny story. My mom was changing her diaper once right at the beginning and she was a little bit sick in the belly and she was changing her and as she was changing her she pooed a little bit on her finger as she was wiping and both of my mom and I both went oh my god how cute she pooped on your finger and I was like only in this situation would those words ever make sense right. we're, we're, never, we're gonna make sure that Lara never hears this podcast right? we're just, yeah. make sure definitely yeah. um, so is she coming on the road with you she has been on the road with us for uh since the beginning, since we came to London to rehearse, we had two and a half weeks of rehearsals in Fulham. Uh, so we stayed there for in a little Airbnb that looked completely different on the photos uh, than what it did when we actually walked in. It was amazing, actually, great experience. And um, so I we thought st- you might go the other way for a minute, but no, I'm glad it was the good way. No, it wasn't. But I'm I'm trying to be sarcastic. But I'm really bad. Very at it. sarcastic. I'm oh, sorry. And uh, so I got it. I got good. It. Good. Being really slow. Yeah, I'm Slovenian. No, it's not. It's not there. I just live for that. Uh, but so we, that's when she kind of, we kind of left home. Uh, that was over a month ago now. And uh, we kind of pop in and out of home, but there, there's only one venue she hasn't come with us to. And that was only because it was so close to home that it was actually better for uh, um, Maritza, Jeanette's mom and the little one to go home and, and wait for us uh, to get home after the show. 
but she's been with us on every single journey. Yeah. Do you take a little picture of her outside each venue? Um, not the venues, but Jeanette's mom is really good at taking photos and taking memories. So I think I'm, we're going to have a, a little sort of development in the last uh, month or so, how much she's grown. And has she been to the Strictly Studios? Has she met the judges and the she, dancers? <laughs> she's been to the studio, but she's not met the judges because I took her on a Friday. Oh. Um, so she's been there. But I really couldn't get a photo of her in the space or anything because they were rehearsing. <laughs> but she's been in the room. Me, I'm just going to give my baby a paddle. And then I, I did cause a little bit of a distraction for everyone when I walked in with Lyra. So I was like, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Yeah, it was nice. So how has it been taking on It Takes Two with Fleur? Amazing. Fleur is phenomenal. She's amazing. Like, I really, really like Fleur. And we got along so well on the live tour and... When I found out it was her, I was really pleased because it's nice to know that it was somebody that has walked the shoes. You know, she got all the way to the final and she did the streaky live tour. So she really was like dug deep. It did get my words out. She was really knee deep into the whole world of Strictly when she was on it. Um, and I think she's loving it from, from our texts, at least. We're like tag team. All right. Have a good two days, you know, like. <laughs> Must be quite a fun WhatsApp. Yeah, exchange, it's literally one. like, she'll make fun of the way I say things sometimes because of my accent. Cause, cause I'm like, like what? What was the one that I couldn't get my word out? Oh, I can't remember now, but the word came up in a TV show she was watching. She just sent me the video. She's like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she's and amazing. how have you found the tiredness while presenting? Like, do you get the old baby brain or...? I do get the baby brain. It's popped up a few times in the show, live, that I'll... I forgot Annabelle's name. She was interviewing Annabelle and Johannes, and I just looked at her and I was like, and, um, Annabelle! <laughs> just, uh, just own it, basically. It's, I, no, I literally turned to the camera and said, sorry, baby brain, it's real. Like, <laughs> I just didn't... Because it try. is very real. Yeah. It's very real. I didn't realise... I noticed it was bad because when I was trying to remember a pin that popped up in an email, you know how sometimes you have to verify your phone and they send you a number to verify that it's the phone or blah, blah, blah. I, it was only six digits and I couldn't lock them in my brain. It was like one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, and I go back and go three, four, five, six, one, no, one, two, three, okay, three, seven, one. No, no, it was so weird. It's like a real thing. And in real life, Aliash loves this part of me. I'm quite forgetful already in normal life. Like, the, my sister calls me Dory, that's my nickname. And how are you finding Romantic life now. Your parents are you finding time oh. for each other? How's that? Going? I think like because we we actually now I think we spend more time together than we had for a long time there in between. Because when you do strictly, you don't see each other pretty much at all. Being a couple, being two professionals, then I did strictly. Jeanette was presenting, so I only saw her on the sofa or or you know once a week. Yeah. I stayed at home really because I was in up in Newcastle that year. And now, um, I think with Lara, actually, we, we have spent more time together than ever before because in rehearsals, we're, we're together. It's only that it takes two that, that, that Jeanette leaves for, uh, for a couple of hours and that's it. Um, have you been able to go on an actual date? We did. Yay. It was lovely, actually. I, I oh, put, tell the story. I'll tell the story. <laughs> we, were in, um, we were at home and Lara was only little, but my sister was around. And my sister's like a little baby whisperer. She's amazing at it. So she goes, Can I borrow her? yeah, <laughs> she's on can. speed dial. She is. <laughs> and I go, uh, she's so full of, she's brilliant. Actually, she's so good at it. Um, so she goes, listen, I know what you guys need. Cause I needed the same go for a, for a dinner. And then I completely took the credit and I sort of, uh, you did actually. <laughs> we went to the, I went to the shop and I got a bucket of flowers and then uh, I took my little niece with me cause she, she, she loves, we love spending time together. So she went with me to the shop. 
and then I wrote a little card and then uh, gave the little niece to give the card so Jeanette basically can't say no. Because <laughs> if, if a five-year-old is giving you a bucket of flowers and, like, and a card, you can't say no. If a five-year-old is giving you anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um, there it was, she opened the door and it was, uh, and I invited her for a little date and then... You just put in the card, I fancy the pants out of you and I'd love to take you for a nice dinner. <laughs> yeah, so Eva, like... you're an incredible mom and wife. <laughs> so lovely. I started crying. I was like, okay, yes, yeah. please. That plus hormones. Yeah. <laughs> it was only going one way, wasn't it? Yeah. Really? We had so, a lovely time. Where did you go? So uh, we live up north now, and there was this new restaurant that opened a really short drive from us called San Carlo. There's just a few of them around anyway. But there's a new one that opened there, and um, it was uh, really hard to get in. You know, it's one of those really cool really places. Exclusive. Yeah, very exclusive. Yeah. But uh, we, I went Do you know there. Who I am? Well, I'd never say that. <laughs> But uh, I went there during the day and they were like, oh, no, sir, this is, when is the reservation for today? And I said, well, yes, yeah, for tonight. Oh, come on, maybe next week. You should have taken the five-year-old for that as well. <laughs> and, well, yeah, I did that. No, I'm joking. No. But uh, we somehow got in and then we had a lovely dinner. It was lovely. Yeah. And did, were you able to switch off and just... Yeah, I, I've, I've noticed that now. That's all we can talk you about. can't find anything no. else to talk about. No, I really want to go see like a horror film because I'm really intrigued if we're going to manage to tie those two together. Then, <laughs> yeah. you know, a little ring and Lyra, maybe. <laughs> physically then returning back to the stage um, after being a full-on dad? I've dreaded, I've, honestly, this has been the most eye-opening situation I've ever been put, my, I've ever put myself through. Because I've always kind of, it's been strictly tour, strictly tour, strictly tour. You never really kind of stop, because uh, you have to keep going. Because if you don't, you can't pay rent, mm. or mortgage, or whatever you have on. So, but this time around, I haven't danced apart from maybe gigs that I kept, daily stuff that I kept through the this year, I haven't done anything. And I've literally just been there for Lyra and then before when Jeanette was pregnant, looking after Jeanette when she was pregnant and going into rehearsals first day, it was like, I felt like I'm a, I'm a ski jumper in, in, a, in a swimming pool, literally. It felt so, I felt so out of place. We have this incredible cast with us who are just these Olympian dancers. And I'm calling myself a professional dancer and I walk in looking like a potato and I was our, like, oh. Our, it's our show, we keep doing it's our, our show. show. <laughs> Unbelievable. I walked into the costume department and the lady went pale. And I was like, first I didn't click why? And then I put on the trousers and I was like, oh, now I get it. <laughs> Now I completely get this. We're not going to be able to fake it this time. Can't just breathe in and not breathe for two hours. But uh, I got there now. I'm almost at my waist size. Pre-baby weight. Which is, uh, yeah. I'm, uh, listen, sympathetic, I call it. Sympathetic baby weight gain from, from my end. And, and with commitment. Oh, we were commitment. pregnant together, though, we were. we said, because I didn't throw up at all during the pregnancy. I did. I wasn't moody during the pregnancy. I was. I kind of... Did you actually throw up? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, seriously? Yeah. I mean, I'm was, not going to tell you why. He got poisoning from oysters, but... Oh. But I'm not gonna, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but he, but like, during the pregnancy, you were sick. But he, yeah. he actually said, turned to me, bless him, he was throwing up for like 24 hours straight. And at one point, he just turned at me after he threw up in the toilet. And he was like, we really are pregnant together. <laughs> What's the physical process been like for you, Jeanette? Oh, uh, hard. 
uh, because C-section, you know, it's a long recovery. Did you give yourself the full six weeks to recover? Though? Yeah, so I took six weeks completely off um, and that was emotionally tough for me because I'm used to being go, 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 you know, and even around the house, I couldn't carry Lyra as much as I wanted to. That first week was really hard for me emotionally. Well, it's because... like at the beginning, you can't even sit up, can't you? You have to like pull yourself up and stuff. And so it's you weird do feel really because limited. you're like, you've carried this baby in your belly for nine months. You feel so connected to it. And then she's born and in the hospital, obviously, you're dealing with stitches, you're dealing with all the drugs in your body. So I couldn't hold her as much as I wanted to then. And then I thought, oh, when I get home, it'll be fine. But then at home, obviously, I still couldn't. So Aliash took the realms. And I was really, I went properly down, you know, because I just thought, how can I not hold my baby now? Like, that makes no sense. I've just did, done this and now I can't hold her. And that was really tough. And it wasn't until the second week where I started to feel a little bit better from everything and have a little bit more energy and all of it that I was able to start holding Lyra. And then I realized, because my midwife told me, that when a mother and a, and a child hold or each other or near each other, we release oxytocin levels. And releasing that oxytocin helps a woman heal quicker. So in essence, holding Lyra helped me heal faster. Isn't that insane? I find mm. it also- It's incredible. It's, mm. it's incredible. And um, so the healing process, it was normal. It was six weeks. And then I started going back into very, 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 very soft training because um, I, I worked with these two incredible women and I have to give them mention, um, Kat from Hatch Athletics and, um, oh God, my baby brain. <laughs> incredible. <laughs> See what I mean? <laughs> but anyway, when, and the other woman, she works with um, uh, women that are postpartum to get work, work with their stitches and just help them heal their scars. I'll send you the names. Because <laughs> it's um, so important to do it the proper way, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, for me, it was more, I knew we had this Christmas show coming up and I just needed to know what I was or wasn't going to be able to do. Did you feel ready to dip your toe back in or did it feel a bit premature? No, I, I because I worked with them and I went to them once a week and I really was like, you know, I followed the exercises. I did everything by the book to try and make sure that I was safely, go I, I could have hurt myself further or like it wouldn't have healed properly. Lots could have gone wrong if I hadn't taken the steps that I took. Um, I felt really ready to go back on stage. I'm not dancing anywhere near the way I used to, you know, so I sing more on the show, you'll see that. <laughs> um, so how have you changed your dancing? Um, I just can't use the, the bottom, you know, the lower abs, which normally is anything that involves like high kicks. So jives, I can't really do 100% yet. Anything that has high kicks or requires me to use the bottom part of my abs too much, I still can't do it. Um, but I could do a lot more than I thought, actually, which was really, really nice because I was prepared. I mentally was ready to just not be able to do much at all. Yeah. And when I came into the rehearsal room, I was very happy and surprised that actually because I'd done the work and really got myself to where I needed to be, I was able to do a lot. Yeah. And how does it feel now to be dancing together, you know, at this happy time in your life, but Aww. also very stressful? Beautiful. Yeah. I mean do you know what? To be actually honest, last year when we were doing this very same uh, show, not same show, but at, at the same time we were touring, we found out we were going to be pregnant. And that was incredible. Uh, the last three shows, I think it was, we were we knew that it's three of us now on no, no stage. And that was and beautiful. Just, just while we're on that, it must be quite difficult when you're, you're trying for a baby. How, how do you go out and appear happy all the time if it, it's quite difficult when you're going through that hard stage? Oh, what a great question. Oh, you've just got a smile what? on, haven't you? Amen. Because I think now, like when we went, we were going through it, it takes a toll on you. It takes a toll on you physically, emotionally, and all of it, uh, everything that goes with it. And um, 
And for us, you can't, can't show that, can you? Because uh, God forbid you're not smiling for, for five minutes of a day, you know? Yeah. So um, that was a bit tricky at some points. Um, but uh, I think it's easy. It was easier because we're, we're in it together. And yeah. I feel like we, we, we're always so good with communication and making sure we talk everything through. Yeah. And uh, I think without that, uh, I don't think we, we could have gone, gone through it. If you were sort of left on your own and then you sort of feel like you're on the separate sides of the river going through the... Even if you're going toward the same goal, I think it would be really tricky. But I always felt like we're, we're in it together. But uh, then when the moment actually happened, I mean, that took for took you know almost two years really to get there. It's such an, it can be such an isolating thing as well if you don't approach things like that. Because, every, because you're sort of... You're both experiencing something that's it's the same thing but you experience it in very different ways don't you and it's completely i've you know you like you said you want to get to the same end result yeah. but you can i can completely see how you can start resenting how you can start yeah. feeling like oh actually i don't think we are thinking for the same things you know what i mean like it's yeah. it's an it's an emotional roller coaster i think for people well they, they say don't they that you know not being struggling or having disappointments each month it's almost like grief every time i got my period i just was sad you know because i just thought oh, here we go okay not, I, not again and i can see how that can break relationships how that can break your spirit uh but you know we i mean which is why you know ali Ash and i have spoken about this in the past when that question used to come up before we had children mm. when are you having babies are you going to have babies are you and i thought you have no idea what we're going through for that. I think that's why people shouldn't really ask that yeah. question. Well, I get that now about when you're having the second one. It's like, you don't know what's going on in my life. Yeah. You don't know if I can yeah. have a second one. You don't know if I'm exactly. struggling. And it, it's yeah. the same thing. You exactly. know who said it the best? Ricky Gervais said it the best. That's unexpected, but okay. <laughs> no, it is. He said, well, you know, everyone asks you why, why, um, what was it? Why, why are you don't you have kids? Why don't you have kids? But why do you have kids? <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's like anything in life. No one is going to, well, you know, uh, with anything. Well, because that's, you know, what, what you want to do, like whenever I want to do it. It's not like, you know, with, it's a funny one with, um, I mean, we're doing a podcast right now. But at the end of the day, like, you know, you kind of have those things in your life that you cherish. And, you know, having babies and kids is such a special thing. And you could say private, you could say it's a very intimate thing. But then when you address it so many times, wherever you go, I don't know, 90% of people only only ask it for the for good reasons mm -hmm. but there has been always something you know, so you know and you always kind of oh, just no babies, wait yeah. for it you kind of <laughs> just wait for it yeah. Yeah. the only people that are always going to keep asking us is going to be your family your mums and your you know when am I going to be a grandma you can't escape <laughs> you know, that you can't escape you can't that, escape yeah. that. <laughs> but goodness me that was a lot of questions but it makes me yeah. think of like Jennifer Aniston as well and like exactly. all those years of speculation and you find out years later when she you know she says I did try I tried everything and it never happened yeah. and that, you know poor woman had to Go exactly. through all of that, like exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess um, that must be one of the hardest times as well when people ask you that question and you're going through it and you have to be like, well, maybe when it's the time's right, blah blah blah, and you have to plaster well, that, that was, smile on. That was always the answer we gave, wasn't that was it? Always the one. <laughs> but hopefully the dance goes well on a Saturday night. Yeah. <laughs> well, such such wonderful news, and that's it. And here you are a year later. Yeah. On yeah. tour with your little one, dancing together. Yeah. And she's Coliseum. on stage with us. Were you? What did you see? Not in person. It, oh. Not oh, in person. I thought you were going to say you brought Not imagine. <laughs> she's there. She's uh, stepping in for half of the like, dancing. That would, be a, that would be a brave <laughs> move. Yeah. No, we have her. Uh, she had to be included somehow, and we made sure that, that she is. Uh, but, you know, 
now being on stage, it feels like it's not just doing it for the two of us being on stage for the sake of our love for dancing or performing. Now we're doing it for the little one and it puts like a new dimension to the whole thing and it makes it easier, it makes it harder, but like it's, I prefer this way now. I really love it. Yeah. It's so nice that you had that moment as well when you found out. Like how did you react when you found out? <laughs> well, I, because we were ready for IVF. I mean, yeah. and so I thought, okay, IVF will be the one and that's just, it is what it is. And fingers crossed that works because there's no guarantee that that's going to work. Mm, 33%, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So we were Which ready for really the... I was really shocked by one of them. We were ready for the emotional roller coaster. We had had lots of chats, Ali, Ash and I, and are we ready? Are we sure we're going to do it? Okay, let's do it. So I think I kind of relinquished that control of trying to have a baby and just thought it will be what it will be. And that's obviously when we felt pregnant naturally. But at the time, we were doing the shows, like Ali Ash said, and I was just moody. <laughs> I was more tired than normal. I, so I remember I knew something was off. No, but I'm not really a moody person. <laughs> so I remember coming off the stage Wait and just saying to Ali Ash, like, I am exhausted to a level that yeah. I've never been. And we did four tours that year. So I just kept blaming it on the tours and things. And he's like, he was the one that's like, are you sure you're not pregnant? <laughs> He's like, you're just being very I guess different. it's almost impossible to believe, isn't it? Yeah, I didn't believe it. I yeah. almost didn't want to believe it. Not didn't want to, but I was like, no, yeah. no. You don't want to get also, though, like, you don't I, want to exactly. because you're scared. Like, like, what, what, I'm get, if I start thinking I am and then I'm not, it's going to kill me again, yes. you know? So I was yeah. like, no. And so one morning we had the day off here in London and I had bought the test. Um, funny enough, my friend Summer, makeup artist, she bought the test with me. She's like, just when you're ready, just take it and you'll see if it is or if it isn't. And I was like, okay. And the test was in the bathroom and I literally, my mentality towards it was, I mean, it's not, but I'll do it just to, you know, check it off that it's not that, you know? And I took the test and when I saw the positive result, I mean, I just broke down crying. I was on my own in the bathroom and I just started crying. And I don't know, I don't, I'm not very religious, but I literally just dropped to my knees and I just like looked up into the sky and I just thought, oh my God, thank you to whatever it is, the universe, whatever it is that's out there that like gave us this little miracle, just thank you. And I said it like five, six, seven times on my own in the bathroom crying. And then I was like, oh, what if I'm not immediately? Exactly. What if I'm not? What if it's a false positive? So I called my doctor, told my doctor. And still, still wasn't aware of this. No idea. <laughs> And then and Nikki, she's coming today. She's coming to watch the show today. And, uh, and I said to Nikki, Nikki, I think I'm pregnant. She's like, what do you mean you think you're pregnant? And I go, well, I'm, I'm holding a positive pregnancy test. She's like, so most likely you're pregnant. And I was like, so what do I do? She's like, well, congratulations. <laughs> she's like, how does Ali Ash feel? And I was like, I've not told him. <laughs> so it was that feeling of like almost not wanting to believe this joyous news because you'd been so heartbroken so many times before. I, I did, like the first time I got pregnant, I took 12 tests. Did you? 12. Really? <gasps> yeah. Oh, every, every, wow. like one, one a day for about two weeks. Because I was just like, but what if it's gone away? Yeah, well, yeah. it can yeah. do. Yeah. It can and do, then we that's a sad thing. Didn't believe it until we actually went mm. and then they scan. did the scan and we saw the dot and it, then it all goes, <gasps> all these emotions started coming up and you're like, that oh was my the God, moment, actually, we I are think. having a baby. Like, that was the moment when you see the little little, what is it, like a little, what do you call it? It's like a little bean. A little bean, bean. that's yeah. it, a little bean. And even throughout the whole pregnancy, little there was, bean. I mean, Lyra was an amazing baby. She was in beautiful pregnancy, didn't give me any trouble at all. So I'm very fortunate with that. But even throughout the pregnancy, I was alert. I was like, 
well, you know, I'm not going to, you know, I'm, until the day I'm holding her in my hands, I'm not going to get too, 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 too happy about it. Because everybody was going, oh my God, I didn't even know if I wanted a baby shower. Like, that's why Katya and Ashley, my friends, they, Katya Jones from Strictly and Ashley, they threw me a surprise one because I was so like, I don't know. Your mom came, right? And they that was flew a surprise. my mom over yeah. and I, they flew Ali Ash's sister over. Um, but even then, in that time, I was like, I don't know if I'm ready. You know, I, I don't want to believe it because yeah. I just don't want to go through that heartbreak again. Um, so it was a funny one. It was a bit of a roller coaster of emotions. But then when she came, obviously, yeah. But then obviously it's really hard because you can't hold her. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> so that, must have so made that it was so like hard, there yeah. was a. It was uh, Gemma Atkinson said it so so well because me and Gemma are very close, and obviously she just had Tiago not long ago. So we've been like, <laughs> and um, we were both talking about it. She really wanted to have a natural, you know, vaginal birth, and we both had C sections. And there's this kind of thing like, oh, you know, the women that do it naturally are, you know, compared to the women that. And I'm like, it's it's equally as difficult because when you have a vaginal birth, it is painful, it is hard, it is complicated. You're in labor for hours and, it, you know, that is complicated and difficult. Yes, when you do a C-section, you kit the incision and you're done and you're out. But the aftermath is very hard. It's still kind of being cut in half. Exactly. But in what the, circumstance is that the easy option? Yeah, I know. But I think sometimes women, you know how we are. Again, yeah, sometimes yeah. we can just be each other's worst friends. And so Gemma was like... Equally, we struggle, no matter how you give birth to your child. Both are hard, and we are all super women for doing it, whatever way it happens. And, and it's true, it's absolutely true. So is Lyra bonding with them now as well, her children? Yeah, I mean, we, Tiago and Lyra met at a lunch, didn't they? They met, we had a brunch <laughs> together, and uh, although it was more of a... Uh, 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 <laughs> but I think they got, um, they're both Mancunians, obviously. <laughs> They're both gonna have a mank accent. They I looked hope. at each other in the eyes, a bit confused. Like. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I can't There's wait for one. the little one to call Jeanette Mum. I'm really excited. <laughs> oh, and, and she's met Havana. Yeah, she's met um, Neil Jones' little, little, little one. You know, after going through all that and having such wonderful news at the end of it, what advice would you give to people struggling or, you know, having that monthly disappointment and to keep going and to keep positive? Take, take the pressure of, of yourself. Uh, do the research in how special it actually is to fall pregnant it doesn't just happen it doesn't just fall off a tree i felt it's just gonna be a, a straightforward no no-brainer situation and it's not because then you put it on yourself but why am i not falling pregnant right away what's wrong with us because the actual fact is that there is so many people that try for a long time before they fall pregnant and that might might ease your mm -hmm. process a little bit uh, mentally uh, so do that and then just, you know, practice, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would say as well, just adding on to Ali Ash, definitely not put pressure on yourself. And also just nobody has it all together. Nobody has the answers. Nobody knows the ins and outs of every aspect of what falling pregnant or having a child is. So stay in your lane, do what's best for you and your partner. And just know that it, your story is yours and nobody else's. Because I think we get caught up in like, oh, but that happened to them and that happened to them. And why? Just, just stay with your own.